Hey everyone, it's Miss Self Love, and I am so excited. I have a special guest today on the podcast, and I'm just really excited about this guest because she just has an amazing story. And also, this is my first guest speaking about health. This is the first time I have a, a reset coach or any health or any exercise or anything on my podcast. This is the first health episode. And this is the obvious thing that you would need to do after a breakup, in the middle of a breakup, after a relationship. The obvious thing is health. And I haven't spoke about it yet because I was working so much on the inner, the, the inside, but health is a big part of mindset and the inside anyway. So anyway, so um, she's a reset coach. Her name is Tracy. Tracy, say hi to everyone. This is a big moment. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. And I want to say I'm honored to be your first health coach, the first person focused on wellness. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> That's Me like too. Right, because it's like I'm talking about everything else and the obvious thing you would need to do after getting out of a relationship and you may feel like crap is to get your, your health together, right? Absolutely, absolutely. It all goes together. Yes, it does. So I'm just going to ask the first question for the audience listening. And, you know, I'm going to get right into it, Tracy. So you ready? Sure. Great. So I just would like to know, so there's a lot of, you know, the podcast is a breakup, is a wake up. So there's a lot of um, people listening to this podcast that are hurt. You know, they may be in a depression, maybe not. Um, you know, they're single women. They're trying to figure out how to get back to self-love. They're trying to get to the next step after they just got out of maybe a toxic relationship or maybe, you know, we're dumped. And they're just trying to figure everything out after a breakup. So. What are some like beginner tips you would give someone on how to get their health back together? Like after a breakup, just some like baby steps. Sure. So I would say the first thing should be to focus on the mindset. And that is to speak love to themselves, to speak life over themselves, to affirm themselves. So things like saying, I am enough. I am worthy. I am worthy of love. I will have the right person in my life at the right time. You know, speak that life um, into themselves so that they can manifest what they want for their future so that they can understand that they are worth so much more than that breakup so that they can also understand that that breakup probably wasn't the right person for them anyway. I agree. So that is amazing. That's the first thing is the mindset. So I Absolutely. love that. Absolutely. So so what are some like health tips as far as the food and the exercising, like some like beginner tips for like food and exercising? Yes. Yeah, so when you think about it, um, just to go back a little bit, when you talk about the mindset, a lot of people eat um, emotionally because they're emotionally or mentally distressed. So when you go through a breakup, of course, it's so emotional, especially if you were really in love with that person. It's so emotional. And then people turn to food to kind yeah. of help cure um, what they're feeling emotionally. So I would say, you know, try to be responsible about responsible about what you're eating. So instead of, you know, cookies and potato chips and things that adversely affect your body that may give you inflammation, focus on the fruits and the vegetables, even if you feel like you need to munch because you just need something to do to help you get through, 
you know, make better choices when it comes to the food. So choose the vegetables, choose the fruit, you know, have some whole grains, choose the things that are really going to fuel your body and help give you the right type of energy as you're going through this breakup. And then the other thing I would say is, you know, exercise is an excellent release. Um, One thing that exercise does is it helps to release some endorphins and the endorphins help make you happy. Um, It it helps to release that energy that you need to get out. Um, It's just a release for your mind and your body. And then it helps you sleep better. And sleep is the other thing that you need. Oftentimes when people go through a breakup, it's hard for them to sleep because their mind is racing, they're emotional, and it's really hard for them to settle down and sleep. So if you exercise, you can get better sleep as well. Wow, that was amazing information. I love how you reminded everyone that the exercise helps you um, become happy because it releases endorphins, you said, correct? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yes. Wow, that is amazing. So I'll be back in the gym. I got my um gym membership. So, but I know you exercise yes. in your house. Yes, I do. So <laughs> when you cannot get to the gym, <laughs> when you cannot get to the gym, there are always ways to exercise in your house. So I'm a big proponent of having some of the equipment that you need in your home so that you can do it in your home. We are in the tri-state area. It snowed over the course of the past two days. And when you can't get out there for whatever reason, if it's weather, you know, you have something to do with your kids or your husband or your family, um, and you just can't get to the gym, I'm a big proponent of having things in your house that allow you to do that. And even if you don't have the things like the free weights and the medicine balls and, and, you know, elliptical machines or treadmills in your home, you can use the things that you do have. So you can take, you know, your stairs, for instance, if you have a staircase in your home, whether it's leading to the basement or a second floor, you can exercise on your stairs. Or if you have things like laundry um, detergent bottles or water bottles, you can use those as free weights. So I'm a real big proponent on using what you have um, to get get what you need in terms of exercise. I love it. This is amazing for the audience. Oh my goodness. Thank you. I'm so excited. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm loving this too. I love I, it. I, I, I geek out on exercising. I love it. I love it. So do you exercise every day or? Five days a week, usually, sometimes six. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's out. That's out. So, what about beginners? Do beginners exercise five days or three days? What if you're just starting out again, like me? Like, how often should I, I be? Say, in the gym? I would say as as much as you feel like you can handle for your for your own body. Listen to your body. I would say at least three times though is usually good because you want your body to get into that rhythm and get used to working out and your muscles have memory. So once you start working out, it'll get easier and easier because your muscles are going to remember what you've been doing. Um, so I would say at least three, um, try to get three to five, anywhere from three to five. And how long should like beginners, how many minutes? A half an hour is fine. Do a half an hour of working out. Um, a lot of times you'll see um, a lot of the workout Uh, websites or some of those videos and they do have you know that hit training where you can do like 15 or 20 minutes but if you're just starting out I would say do a half an hour take it at your own pace 
do at least three to five sets of certain exercises. And you can start off with some of the basics. I'm a big proponent of squats. So you can do squats, you can do push-ups, you can do lunges, but there's a lot of different exercises that you can do right at home and, and do that within that 30 minute time span. This is amazing. And I'm going to um, um, ask as well. So there are some, so are there some foods that you eat that make you happy as opposed to like bad foods make you sad? Is that true? Like, what is that about? Yeah, I think you have to pay attention to that because everybody's body is different. So what um, I may react to, somebody else may react differently. I know for me, because I've done some studying around um, Ayurveda, which is like an Indian way of practicing, um, you know, health and wellness, full body wellness, mind, body and spirit. I they have something called your your um, dosha. And it kind of categorizes people's body types. So I know that instead of, even though I've been a person that loves spicy foods um, growing up, I, really my body doesn't really respond well to that. So I respond better to things that cool my body down, things like mangoes and pineapples and cantaloupes. And I definitely do, once I study that and figure that out, I definitely do notice a difference. So I feel like people really need to pay attention to what their body responds to. The thing that I will say about um, what we think makes us happy versus what may be potentially adversely affecting our body is when we're getting a little bit too much sugar. I know that people respond to sugar very well in terms of feeling like it makes them happy. However, yeah. you don't want to get too much sugar, have too much sugar in your diet. Right, right. Okay, so this is amazing. And I need everyone to listen until the end because I'm going to ask Tracy like a really great question at the end and I want everybody to hear that because we, we're going to be a while because this is important you know your health is important <laughs> so we're going to be a while so you have to listen until the end as you should want to especially you know if you're just got out of a toxic relationship you know and things like that because usually when you're in any relationship or a toxic relationship sometimes people don't take care of their health because of like you said being sad then when you get out of it, we eat. So just listen till the end. But now I'm going to ask um, Tracy her, we're going to talk about her breast cancer story. Right? Yes. yes. This is why Tracy got into nutrition or were you eating healthy before you found out you had breast cancer? Or? No, that my journey started after the breast cancer. I have to oh. say that, you know, uh -huh. my family is from the South. Um, oh, got they, you. Yes, got they cooked. They cooked everything under the sun, and for <laughs> the most part, <laughs> for the most part, I loved um, mostly all of it. Um, I did change my eating habits a little bit when I was in college, only because it was the faddish thing to do. Not because <laughs> I was really, not because I was really trying to be healthy, but I stopped eating uh, pork and beef at that time, okay. and I just never gravitated towards it again. But gotcha. other than that, I used to eat everything before the breast cancer. So um, back in, in 2012, at the end of 2012, um, I was in the shower, felt the sharp pain in my breast and just did not understand where it was coming from. So I immediately went to the doctor um, that same week and, you know, just asked the doctor, you know, what he thought may be going on. And he said, you know, I'm not sure. Um, you know, but let's, let's do the test to make sure. So I went to get a mammogram, you know, they found irregularities in the mammogram. They told me I needed to come back. I went back for an, a second mammogram and that's when they found 
um, tumors in my right breast. And at that point, I was still thinking, you know what, this is, this is nothing. It's not going to be anything. They'll be benign. You know, it may be some calcifications, but it's not going to be anything serious because I felt like I was pretty healthy. But like I said, remember, I ate everything under the sun for the most part. But I felt like I was pretty healthy. So I went in for biopsies. Um, I had tumors in, in different locations. So they told me, well, you have to get one biopsy at one time, and then you'll have to come back for the second one later. So when I, I went and I got the first biopsy and I had my mom with me just because, you know, she was scared and I was still thinking, you know what, this is not going to be anything. So I had that done and then I went back for the second biopsy. I didn't take anyone with me because I thought this is not going to be a big deal. I'm fine. Let me just go get the second one. As I was there for the second one, they told me that the first one was cancerous. So I laid there, tried to lay really, really still on the, the biopsy table <laughs> as I'm getting the second one done. And, you know, the tears are streaming and I'm, I'm thinking, you know, this is unbelievable. How did this happen? So at that point, I got the second one. The second one also came out cancerous. And then I said, OK, I need to figure out you know, how I take care of myself. I have a 12 year old now. He's 12 years old. I have a, a son and I need to take care of my baby and I need to be here for my baby. So what needs to be done? So I definitely, um, you know, of course, prayed first and foremost, but um, I started doing research on nutrition because I, I wasn't a smoker. I wasn't really much of a drinker. So I was trying to figure out where did this come from? And then they took tests on me to see if it was hereditary and it wasn't hereditary. So I, I had to really figure out what's going on here. And I, I said, it has to be food and environment. Um, so, you know, my body allowed cancer to attack it, right? We all have cancer cells in us, but, you know, will they matriculate into something big? Will they actually be a danger to our bodies? Most times, no. So I had to figure out what's happening with me um, and what's happening with the things that I'm ingesting that are allowing my body to accept cancer. And that's when I completely turned things around. So I stuck. Oh, I'm sorry, were you going to say something? No, I'm listening to you. <laughs> I wasn't saying anything. This okay. Thank you for sharing. Finish. Sure, sure. So I started um, doing research on food. Um, on some of the things that, you know, gets put into our foods in terms of the hormones and the preservatives and those type of things that cater to allowing your body to accept disease, um, knowing, you know, when your body is in an acidic state versus an alkaline state and what that does to your body. So all of these things allow your body to um, slow down the process of fighting off disease. It slows your immunity. So that's when I, I completely turned my, turned my life around in terms of food and, and exercise. And even with the exercise, I wasn't doing that on a regular basis. It was more sporadic um, because right. I thought, you know, I've been um, thin all my life. So, so I thought, you know, I was fine, but that's not the case. You know, your heart um, and your organs need exercise. Your body needs exercise. So I definitely just decided that I'm going to change things completely. So I changed so my eating were, habits completely. So you were always thin your whole life. You never um, were a little bigger. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. But okay. that goes to show you that it doesn't mean anything, right? Like don't no. let the no. picture, the picture on the outside 
um, right. keep you from taking care of your body on the inside for sure. Right, right. Uh-huh. Okay, so you could finish, sorry. So, no, so that was it. So I, I just decided that I was going to start eating clean. So I started eating a lot more um, whole foods. I started buying organic um, and farm-raised um, range-free meat, um, or free range, as they call it, rather, meat, um, and just decided that I was going to take a look at everything that I was eating. Stopped eating processed foods, uh -huh. um, you know, just changed, changed lowered my, my sugar intake. I won't say that I stopped that completely because I, I still am um, a person who loves those home-baked sweets, you know, and it's okay. done by the family. Um, so, but I, I, I lowered that extremely um, and just started reading labels. You know, reading labels is important. And like I mentioned to you earlier, I just started listening to my body's responses to certain foods. Because really, yeah. if you pay attention, your body will tell you when something yeah. is wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. Like, even with me, I can't eat. I think once we get older, I mean, they put a lot of different stuff in these fast foods, but mm -hmm. I know my body rejects a lot of that fast food. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> it'd be like, oh, no, no, no. So you definitely want to listen to to the body, yeah. Yeah, and there's so many foods that cause inflammation. And when your body is in inflammation, then that's when the disease starts happening. I remember okay. I was coaching a group of people um, and they, it was um, staff for a church. And I, they gave me um, intake forms before I went to coach them. And I had a series of questions that I asked them. And for every response that I got, um, each person was in some form of inflammation with some type of, I don't want to say disease because it wasn't really disease, but ailment. I'll say some type of ailment or precursor to a disease um, based on inflammation. So it was interesting to see that because um, it's food, it's stress, it's lack of exercise, it's lack of sleep. All of those things will put your body into um, an inflamed state and, and have your immunity um, decreased. Wow, that is, um, wow. Um, just another question. So, um, so how long were you, did you have cancer? Like when did you say, when did it say you were cancer free? Like? Um, in 2013, I had surgery, so I, I went the drastic route, um, and it's funny that you're asking, because I've, I've never really talked about it that much, um, right. but it's, it's really good to, um, you know, let other women hear, ab hear about this, to know that breast, breast cancer is not a death sentence, um, yeah. and that you can turn your life around, so I went the drastic route, in my case, um, in terms of surgery, because I had two separate tumors on the right side. So I decided to do a full mastectomy on the right side um, mm -hmm. because I didn't want to have to deal with it again on that particular side. I did decide to keep my, my left breast because there was no cancer in that breast. So mm -hmm. I, did, I did keep one, but I, I decided to do that because I didn't want to um, have to go through the chemotherapy and the radiation you know, understanding the effects that those things have on your body as well. Mm -hmm. I decided that I was going to go the more holistic route. So I said, you know what, I'm going to do the drastic surgery and then I'm going to change my habits completely. Wow. No, thank you for sharing that. And what are the side effects of chemotherapy? Because a lot of people do take that route. 
Yes. So chemotherapy, definitely, and radiation, um, both of them will kill your, some of your good cells along with some of the cancerous cells. So of course, when that happens, um, you know, your fatigue, um, you suffer with hair loss, you are more prone to disease. So even though it's getting rid of the cancer, um, it just makes your body susceptible to, to other diseases. And, and then, then sometimes it comes back up. Exactly. And, and cancer can come back. So if you don't change your, your habits, um, if you don't pay attention to the things that you're eating, if you don't get the exercise that you need, if you don't listen to your body's response, um, cancer can definitely develop again. Wow. Now, thank you for sharing this. Um, I'm glad you're sharing it on uh, this podcast. And yeah, being open about it, you can definitely help a lot of uh, people because this is, you know, cancer has been, um, it's huge, you know, yeah, and, and it's, need to educate themselves. It's yeah. so prevalent these days. I had, I joined a um, support group um, right after I had certain, well, not even right after I had surgery, right after I found that, that uh, found out that I had cancer, I joined yeah. a support group. And unfortunately, um, so there were so many more women coming into this group, you know, and that's not what you want to see. You don't want to yeah. see, see new women coming into a, that type of support group. We want to support each other in other things, but that's, that's not the thing that you want to see. You don't want to see the numbers increase there, but the numbers were increasing. And of all ages, all races, um, you know, this thing is not um, discretionary or discriminatory. It hits that's us right. all, all races, all ages. And, and that's definitely not something that you want to see. So I really want to, to help women um, change their habits before they get to that point, you know, okay. so that they don't have to go through cancer. Thank you. I'm sure everybody, me and everybody listening will be changing their habits to, tonight, right? So if we haven't, um, thank you for that. Sure. And um, I have one more question about it. Um, so, um, okay, so you said 2013, that's when everything was pretty much done after the surgery. Mm-hmm. And then you changed your lifestyle completely, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I've been in remission for six years now. Oh, my God. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. That is huge. That one. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. That is that is big. Absolutely. That is huge. And that. I feel good. You look good. I know you feel good. You look good. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you for sharing that um story. And I just want to make it clear you said you did not have any family history of any cancer. No, it was not hereditary. Wow. Because wow. a lot of people think that automatically assumes hereditary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's not. And you were slim already, so it's not wasn't it's not just all uh, overweight people. It's everyone. That's right. Yes, everyone, overweight or not overweight. Wow. So that's um important to know. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Sharing that. So um so we're gonna move on to a lighter note. So also, so you're a reset coach. So also, you um teach people how to keep their assets as well yes, yes i am the um greatest asset manager in the world <laughs> well i'm yes. just curious because okay so everybody has said this before 
So some people that are just losing weight still just for looks purposes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like even I've probably said it before, like, oh, I just want to lose my stomach and I want to keep the rest of my assets. Like some people are really scared of like going to the gym and losing weight because they feel like they're going to lose everything and they want to keep like their butt and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So what do you, is that true? Because and then one time I had a, a, a my gym teacher tell me that uh, that's not true. I can't just lose my stomach when I lose everything, everything goes. You don't just lose weight in one area, you lose weight all over. Mm-hmm. So what's going on with that? Like, <laughs> so, so that is true, right? Your body, your body is going to respond and you are going to lose weight all over. Um, however, as you are losing, um, you should be focused on building the muscle because when you're aiming to lose weight, you want to just lose the fat and you want to build the muscle. So now muscle, though, just so people understand, muscle weighs more than than fat. So you you may not see the scale um, tip in terms of the actual weight, but you will see that your body structure will change because you're building muscle as you're as you're um, decreasing the fat. As your ex, that's an important thing to know because everybody's so focused on the scale mm-hmm. when they're mm-hmm. working out, but then in the beginning, you're going to build muscle. Right. And you have to pay attention to um, inches and muscle, right? So you, I agree. yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So inches and muscle. So you got to like mm-hmm. measure your stomach area is what you're saying. Right. So as the, as the weight comes down, you'll start to see your inches decrease as well. Um, So you may not, so you may be at the same weight because you're building muscle, but you'll see those inches come off of your hips, those inches come off of your waist. So you'll start to see your body changing. Right, and what if somebody wants like a bigger butt and they wanna get in the gym and get like? Well, you you know I'm a big proponent of those squats. So doing exercises that help build up your backside, build those assets up and build the muscle in, in your assets um, are the exercises that you should do to build, build up your backside if that's what you want. If that's the look that you're going for, then mm-hmm. you should do the exercises that help you build it. Okay. That is um, great as well. And do you want, you have a book, uh, you're in a book, right? You want to talk I, about... Um, I am. So I have... Um, I have three books now, actually. So the, wow. first, the first book that I did, and I'm a co-author in all of these books. The first book that I did was with um, five other amazing women, and that came through an organization called Women Empowered. I went through wow. um, a program called Transform Her, which helps you build, um, build out your life plan and helps women um, figure out what they really want to do in their lives and, and really plan it out. So we, I did that with, um, you know, five other women, as I said, and, and I talk about the breast cancer story in the book. I've never actually, you know, spoken about it on, you know, a podcast or really even in public for that matter. Um, but I did talk about the breast cancer in that particular book. Okay. So that's, that's the first book. And that book is called women empowering women break the mold and make a difference. And that was released, um, back in 2018. Okay. And that actually made the bestsellers list as well. That is a that is amazing. So everybody make sure you look that up. What is your chapter in that? So my chapter is um oh my goodness. My chapter number is chapter 4 in that book. 
Yes, because everybody's going to want to go and read more about this. And what yes. is the other books you're in? So this, the second book, which actually just came out this past November, is called Level Up, um, The Handbook to Unleash Your Greatness. And my chapter in that book is chapter eight. And I also touch on the breast cancer story in that. That's a little bit more about um, me being the reset coach and being able to reset my life. And I talk about resetting from the perspective of having to be a single parent um, and then also having to um, go through the cancer and get through that and how I reset my life um, in regards to that as well. So that's, that's in the Level Up book. And that book, um, because of that book, I am now um, an award-winning global author because of Level Up. Wow, and you got in through Level Up through the um, OB Mastermind where we, um, a, a Lori, Miss Manifest introduced us. You want to talk about the OB Mastermind really quickly? Sure, sure. So I went to um, Dr. Obam, who is um, my coach and who also runs the OB Mastermind. I went to um, an event that he does annually called Unleash Your Greatness. And through that event, um, I was able to become an author in this book. And in regards to the OB Mastermind, the OB Mastermind is designed to allow um, people who want to next level or level up their lives, which is how that book was born, um, people that want to level up their lives, to join a community of people that help support one another, um, not just in business, but in life, um, support each other spiritually, support each other um, just in life and have community and build um, wealth and abundance together. Yes, um, amazing, amazing, amazing. And um, and then book number three, uh -huh. <laughs> which you are one of my amazing co-authors in that I'm book. I'm in the book. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. So our book will be ah. out in January. I'm looking forward to that. January 5th, that book is coming out. And that book is called Spiritual Fitness Survivor. And it is the second volume um, of that book. Um, which is done by Emilio Roman and his beautiful wife, Daniela Roman. And we are um, going to be in that book. And that book, I'm coming from a completely different perspective because um, it's called Spiritual Fitness Survivor. I'm talking about an experience that I had where God showed up in an amazing way in my life to let me know that he was there for me. And that happened before the cancer. So it was, it was kind of like God was telling me he was there for me before the cancer happened, just to let me know that I got you um, and that, you know, what's to come, you're going to be able to get through because you know that God is there for you. So um, I don't want to give that story away because the book is not out yet, but right. it was such a profound experience. And really, when I tell you, um, when I found out that I had the cancer, not that I didn't get upset and, you know, I got on my knees and I, I still prayed, but God was really, he was wrapping his arms around me during this experience because, and I didn't even know what it all meant until, you know, a month later, a month after that experience happened is when I found out I had cancer. So it was wow. really profound. Really, I can't really wait profound. to read. What chapter are you in? I am chapter 21 in our book. Spiritual well, I'm, yes, I'm chapter 18. Yeah. Um, I never talked about, you know, what led me to do this podcast on a podcast. So it's in a book. So, you know, my All story right. is some love and hip hop ratchetness that led me to this podcast. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I can't right. wait to read it. Yeah, no, wait. everybody in the podcast is going to have to go there because I never told my story on this podcast. Wow. Okay. So that's going to be a pivotal moment for you. I can't oh, wait to read yeah. it. My first time telling the story, child. Look. <laughs> I cannot wait. So that book but, is coming out January 5th. I'm excited for us, for all of us. We are amazing, yes. And you are amazing. Thank so, you. I appreciate um, it. So are you. Thank you. And so the last question I had that everyone was waiting for is, um, so basically a lot of um, body surgeries are going on. People are uh, getting bigger breasts and butt and all types of stuff, getting their face done and getting body body surgeries done. And now they saying, don't get it because your butt is going to explode. And I don't know. What do you think about all this stuff? Well, I'm not a medical doctor, right? I have to put my disclaimer in for that one. Gotcha. I'm, I'm not a medical doctor. However, um, I'm going to go back to mindset first on this one. I'm right. going to say that, you know, if um, a person is having surgery because it's something that they really want just for themselves. So uh, just just to use an example, um, and we're mothers, right? So we know that after we have babies, particularly if we breastfeed, you know, things start to change and things may start to sag or go south. Or if I've, I had a C-section um, when I had my babies. So, you know, your, your body doesn't necessarily look the same after a C-section. So I would say if a woman just wants to, to feel good and they want to make a, a change because it's just for them um, and they're already loving themselves, but they want their body maybe a little bit back to where it was before and they decide that they want to do surgery, um, I think that's fine. I, I say go for it. But I would say if a person is having surgery because... Um, they're trying to satisfy what society thinks they should look like, or maybe what someone else told them they should look like, then I would say don't get the surgery. I feel like if you're strong in who you are, and you feel good about who you are, and you just want to enhance something, I think that's okay. But if, if you're doing it for a reason that's going to satisfy someone else, and if your self-esteem is a little low, if you're not feeling necessarily worthy, I would say don't do it because I, I don't think the surgery is going to satisfy what they really need. And then when it comes to um, the health perspective, a lot of people, and when you say your butt is going to explode. <laughs> A lot of people go to, um, you know, foreign countries um, where and, and to places where and not even to knock a foreign country. But when they're going to foreign countries, they're us usually going to places where, um, you know, they don't have the best credentials medically to be able to to be able to support that surgery. Or I've seen stories even here in the U.S. where. Um, people are pumping up their backsides with um, um, things like concrete and they're getting it done where, you know, just some, any any person is coming to do it um, in a hotel room. You know, there, it's not, oh, wow. you know, a hospital or a medical or, you know, a certified oh. <laughs> licensed medical facility um, that can do that. So in, in that regard, it's it's dangerous medically for people, oh, right? Um, yeah. So in, in that regard, I would say, please, 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 people, don't go that route. If you don't have 
the money, wait until you have it. Um, Please do not go to um, someone who is not licensed um, and trained to be able to help you and assist you in that manner to give you, you know, the backside you want, the boobs you want, the flat stomach that you want. Do not go to a licensed professional medical doctor to get these things done. And even after they get these things done, they still got to exercise and eat right, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, you can't just decide that you want to go get a tummy tuck and then not work on your body after the fact. And you can't decide that you want to go get a tummy tuck and then still load your body with the things that are going to continue to put the fat back on your body and you're not exercising and you're not allowing your body to um, kind of release the fat as well. So please, please. Please, um, you know, not not just for that, though, not just for the surgery, just please take care of your body, take care of yourself and be mindful of what you're putting in your body. Thank you. And where and everybody can find you on what is your um, Instagram? Where do you want people to find you? My Instagram is the reset coach and it's the underscore reset underscore coach. Um, and they can also just go directly to um, Tracy Randolph on Facebook or the Reset Coach on Facebook as well. Wow. That Yes, go to her and you do like coaching programs for Reset Coaching. You want to explain a little about that? Sure. So I currently have a program out called the Reset Transformation. It is a 12-week program. It is focused on, you know, mindset shift, nutrition exercise, um, everything that you need to help you to make those healthy lifestyle changes and to get you to the point that you want to be at when it comes to how you feel, how you look, um, and what you decide in terms of your self-care. Yes, that is amazing. So we'll be, um, she'll be presenting this package um, this Saturday at the Young Entrepreneur's program event in Harlem so just go to our pages and look at the flyer for the young entrepreneurs program will be um you know she'll be there Tracy will be there Miss Self Love will be there um Miss Manifest will be there Born for TV Mike will be there I mean it's going to be an amazing event bring your kids so they can Come learn with Mr. Bay about how to be young entrepreneurs, and then we'll be discussing with the parents all of this greatness. So you get to meet us in person, right, Tracy? Yes, and I'm so excited for that event. It's going to be amazing for the kids and amazing for the parents. So everybody, please come out, support, you know, help your kids to level up, guys, and come out and get fed. We have some good things coming for you, good things in store for you at this event. So join us. Yes, go to our um, Instagram pages, Facebook pages. They know all my stuff already. I say it over and over every episode. So, um, and that's it. So, Tracy, any last words for the audience, for the single ladies and gentlemen and the people going through some, some tough times? Yeah, I would say, you know, people love yourself. Love yourself. Love on yourself. Choose you first so that you can be there for the people that are in your life. And that comes with, taking care of yourself, mind, body, and spirit. You know, it's what you eat, it's how you exercise, but it's also just what you think um, about yourself. It's what you think about yourself is focus on self-care. You cannot show up for other people if you do not show up for yourself first. It's that whole 
um, thing that they say in regards to um, when you're on a plane and you have to put the oxygen mask on yourself first before you do it on somebody else. That's what that is, guys. Take care of yourself first. You cannot pour from an empty cup. You cannot give of yourself or impact people if you do not focus on yourself first. Yes, that is amazing. Thank you so much, Tracy, for just, um, you know, talking about everything you've discussed today. And you're definitely going to help a lot of people because, you know, this podcast has like over 6,000 listeners. So you got a lot of people you just helped. So thank you. Thank you. I'm glad. I appreciate you allowing me to join you tonight. Yes, I've been waiting. You're the first coach reset coach on here yes this is amazing i've been needing this for a long time i appreciate yes. you miss self-love i appreciate you too tracy and thank oh, you and go ahead talk tell me i just want to tell everybody to go out and get your self-love journal <laughs> <laughs> yes tracy loves it um it's on my all over my pages. Tracy's all over my Instagram. I just posted on my Instagram today. <laughs> She's all over everywhere. Um, um, the people that have been buying it, they also been buying it as gifts for someone else. It's a great um holiday gift to get your spirit right. So thank you, Tracy, for that. <laughs> yeah, I just want to say for everything that we've talked about, your journal will actually help people map that out for themselves. So you guys go out and get this journal. No, I, ha- you know what? And uh, just honestly, I have to add a-, a health part of my journal. I forgot that part. You got to help me add that on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's the only page that's missing. <laughs> <laughs> but it still, it still has the tools that you need to, to map out, you know, what you want for yourself in terms of relationship and breakup and, and how you talk to yourself and how you love on yourself. You, they can fill that out all right there in your journal. Thank you, Tracy. Oh, my God. Yes, this journal is amazing, everybody. So go to my Instagram. And y'all know all of that. I say it over and over. This was about Tracy, but I'm glad she added that in there. This episode was about Tracy. So go to Tracy's Instagram, Facebook, and sign up for her um, program. So y'all can get, you know, together, get yourselves together. Y'all don't got to feel so sad about the breakup or being single or whatever it is. Yeah, and I would say for people, if people come on, if they come on to my um, social media, and if they say that they're coming through Miss Self Love, they will get a discount on the Reset Transformation Program. What? Oh, yeah, you better say my name. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> they get a discount if they say Miss Self Love. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Y'all got to get over there and get your discount. This is amazing. Thank you, Tracy, for that. Wow, I didn't even expect all of this. <laughs> wow, I'm going to promote this. Okay, I'm like, all right, so say Miss Self Love. Okay, so I'm going to okay. tell everybody that on all my pages. Absolutely. Thank you, Tracy. So we're going to go. Thank you, Tracy, for everything. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and have a nice night. Thank you, you too. Thank you, everyone. Take care.